how to say, I don't feel uncomfortable in the situations where um, I don't know. Here, and you're listening to Undercurrent, a podcast complementing the Undercurrent art space at 70 John Street in Brooklyn. We started off this podcast that was Yeva Mediodia speaking about her involvement in this project 1001, which is an ongoing collaborative virtual project at Undercurrent that you can watch unfold in something resembling real time at 10001 dot undercurrent dot nyc and that's mostly what this podcast will be about is talking about the first week of that project so far so in the last episode adriana and i were talking about how the the project was about to launch and how we had actually already seen the lottery picking so what happened was 12 countries or sorry six countries in the eu uh, each submitted two artists that had a connection both to that country and new york city to participate in this project that would involve uh, reimagining New York in a post-pandemic era through a collaborative virtual online project. And the people at Undercurrent decided that they would pair them up randomly. So we had this uh, this fun Zoom call that was a little bit like the UEFA Champions League draw, where everybody you could see everybody's faces and, and then balls came out of a bowl and the teams were paired up. And I can tell you who's on each team now. And it's uh, Luisa Moore and Ada Van Horebeke make up one team. Tertu Wibopu and Alex Camilleri make up another team. Kiranova and Jonas Tarm make up another team. Yeva Mediodia and Justina Gorovska make up another team. Mariel Casar-Cordina and Nicola Ginzel are another team. And the last team is Sarishua and Anabera. So I'll get into the other teams in a bit more, into these teams in a bit more detail in a little bit. But the goals, I mean, I think I can admit this on this podcast, but it was a little bit rigged in the sense that, of course, no two artists from the same country could be their own team, which is part of why I thought of it in terms of the Champions League. But also, they they didn't want artists working in the same milieu being together. So for example, uh, Mariella and um, Jonas are both music composers, so they couldn't be on the same team. That would be not necessarily too easy, but not quite as interesting and not quite the same way about how New York is about bumping up against each other and and forcing to adapt with a with an environment that's all right angles and sharp edges. So instead, they finessed it so that all of the teams are extremely interdisciplinary, and that's pretty exciting. And what happens is, is each team puts up, they record their work in Zoom, uh, where they're discussing these new projects. And then they, they submit us the videos to Undercurrent, and then the Undercurrent staff, who are working around the clock, basically, they take the videos, they cut them up, and they, they bring them down to about 
I'd say about 7 to 15 minute long chunks, and so far the rhythm has been about two of these per team go up every week. So I'll just be talking about the first week here, but the second week's videos are already up, and they're starting to get interesting. Uh, one team's already meet. Uh, Kira and Jonas have already met in person, so it's really exciting. You know, wh what happens? So you can always go to 10001.undercurrent.nyc to see that in detail. So the initial videos talk a lot about the artists are introducing themselves to each other. And what's interesting is they, they were given a couple prompts. And what struck me is that obviously they talk about, well, what is your connection with New York? But a lot of them also have interesting connections with their home country. So many are currently living in, in their home country or whatever, their sponsor countries. So for example, Sadi and Anna are both not in New York. Sadi is based in Brussels, but currently in uh, Amsterdam, and Anna is based and currently in Warsaw. But they both have been to New York, and they both have worked in New York a little bit. Whereas Kira and Jonas, as I mentioned, both uh, live in New York City now, and Jonas moved from Estonia to the U.S. when, when he was just 10. And Nicola, for example, uh, grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas with two uh to immigrant parents. So there's there's these kinds of uh, connections are peculiar. You have some people who have more or less lived their life and built their artistic practice around being in that European country in contrast to people who are who feel a connection at some kind of in in some different sort of way to uh, that country. And the New York thing is, is the same thing in reverse. Some people live in New York. Some people have lived in New York for a long time. Yeva, for example, has, has been in New York State since uh, for 25 years now, but has been living in upstate New York for, I think, about 13 years. I can't remember exactly. And it's, it's so the connection with New York City is maintained, but at a little bit of a distance. And then in contrast, like Mariella spent, I think, two years in New York, um, because she's married to a diplomat who was who was had a post in the, at the UN at the time, but is now back in Malta, and it's and the connection to New York has become not fractured, but takes on a different format. So that's a, a thing to keep out, keep an eye open for, and to think about how because this project is about building out New York, it's something to watch as the artists try to figure out what the New Yorkness of their work is. I think what really made me i live permanently in new york and what, what made me really want to stay here and and have my life here is really the fact that i don't feel like i can do what my work as i do it um anywhere else in the world really other than here i really feel like this is a place where where i don't where as a you know as a so-called hybrid person, um, I don't, I feel welcome. I feel that there's a, there's a place for hybrids. Um, and, um, and I just, yeah, I just feel like my, my, I can just create on a, on a different level and, in and, and combine more art forms than I, than I maybe could somewhere else. Uh, just, just given the fact that the, the range of, of creativity seems endless here in a way um i feel like i can just endlessly create and have constantly have new ideas and it's it's welcome it's like a, it's it's people are welcoming towards these new ideas so that for example is luisa talking about 
why New York is an appealing place to live and work. And that idea of hybridity uh, really spoke to me when I was watching the first week's worth of videos, because that's a lot of what this project is about. It presents itself kind of in a binary format through the design. Everything is white or black, on or off. But it's also about hybrids in the sense of mixing and matching, blending these different artistic practices and seeing what comes out of them. So the other thing that jumped out at me was the way that the teams can span generations. So Justina and Yeva, for example, are from neighboring countries. Yeva is from Lithuania. And Justyna is from Poland, and uh, Justyna is currently in Krakow. And, but Yeva is talking about being a freedom fighter when the Soviet Union fell apart, or being out there fighting for freedom. Whereas uh, Justyna points out that you know she was one year old or something like that when the Berlin Wall fell. So there's this kind of uh, interesting connection between uh, the the former. I, the former Eastern Bloc and their connection to themselves working together because on the flip side, both have experience in set design. So it, we'll see what happens as these, as these teams continue to work. So just briefly in a little bit more detail, uh, Luisa and Ada make up one team. So that's Luisa Moore and Ada von Horebeke. And, uh, Luisa is an interdisciplinary artist living in New York, and, but mostly the work focuses on vocal and movement art, whereas Ada is an installation artist working with textiles and natural dyes uh, and does a lot of work with batik, uh, so you know, putting wax on fabric to sort of block out uh, the dyeing process. Uh, Alex and Tertu are another team. Alex is from uh, Malta and Tertu is from... Estonia, and Alex is a filmmaker, and Tertu is a photographer, and uh, something that was interesting about Tertu is talking about a project that involved photographing the American South and Estonia, and Tertu describes something about being an outsider wherever you are, and I think that that's, that's a little bit of a New Yorker's ethos as well, so we'll see how that builds out. Uh, Kira and Jonas are both in New York, and they meet in week two, but I won't talk about that now. Uh, Kira is uh, something resembling a professional clown from Lithuania, uh, and Jonas is from Estonia and a composer, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Yeva and Justina. Yeva is mostly a painter, and Justina is mostly a, a performance artist, um, but like I said, both work in, in set design and have experience in that sort of thing. Uh, Yeva is from Lithuania, and Justina is from Poland. Mariela and Nicola. Mariela is from Malta and a music composer. And Nicola is a mixed media installation artist, li currently living in New York. Sadi Schwa is a filmmaker uh, who does a lot of work that investigates power and uh, racial dynamics in society, in European society mostly. And Anabera is uh, from Poland and is a uh, craftsperson who hides... Uh, and and the description of the practice was really interesting because it's this sort of, on the one hand, it's furniture, but the, the function of the furniture, like the drawers or whatever, are hidden within the design of this found object. So how these two people are going to combine to uh, generate something about New York will be very interesting to see. So those, that's a very brief 
overview of the six teams. Luisa Nada, Alex and Tertu, Kira and Jonas, Sieva and Justina, Mariela and Nicola and Sadi and Anna. And we'll see how they how they grow and change over the next few weeks as this project goes on. So I hope you check it out. And again, the URL is 10001.undercurrent.nyc. So that's 1301.undercurrent.nyc. And thanks for listening, everyone. And as always, you can find out more about Undercurrent at undercurrent.nyc, which includes links to Undercurrent social media profiles and to this podcast's archives. Uh, the Undercurrent is also on Instagram as undercurrent.nyc. So leave a review, like, and subscribe to the podcast. And one last thing, I absolutely have to, have to, have to uh, say a little bit about the people who are behind this project, because it is an astonishing amount of labor, uh, not just on the artist's part, whose names are on the front, but also on the Undercurrent 10001 team. So once the idea sort of fell into Undercurrent's lap, as it were, it was Yulis Ludavichus, Laura Zavetskaita, and Dynamatis who sort of pushed it along to turn it into a proposal that the European Union would sign off on. And currently, during, the, during this process, uh, Dina is the producer, Laura is the designer, and Dina and Laura are sharing... Uh, sharing responsibilities over doing the art direction. The films are being edited by Dinah and Adriana, and then I built the website, and then Adriana and I are working on the podcast as hosts, producers, one or the other as need be. So it's it's been a lot of extra work, but that's great, and we hope you enjoy the uh, exhibit and it's going to go on until uh, it's going to go on for a little bit longer and then afterwards there's going to be the super exciting Daniel Jodeci show uh, Soundbox Garden which opens on August 29th at Undercurrent which is a Saturday and will be there for you to visit in person. Undercurrent is reopening its doors with this project Soundbox Garden. So I may talk about that a little bit more in a later episode. So on behalf of Undercurrent and 1984 Products, I'm Wasir, and until next time.